Blog Talk Radio. This week's Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio to start your free trial membership. Godzilla, down. It's okay. No, it's not. It is all right. It's okay. He's mad. It, it, He's very mad. I, I took, I'll, I'll find the form. You and have I will not take it out. fed him enough. I, 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 I've got some we, we've, got, we've got some in terms that we can take care of. For some reason, I cannot hear you. That we don't really need. Why can't we hear Sakura? I don't know. Can you hear me? You're just really, really quiet. I either hear I you in my use, use your outdoor voice. I, I can't hear that anything. Is your outdoor can voice? Unplug yes. me? You are going to be lost and There we go. Dead. I can hear her now. Okay. Hit. I don't... I've never been able to yell. But you do need actually. to speak a little louder. Okay. Okay, hold on. Which mic are you? Are you this one? Uh, hello? No. This one? Project. Oh, hey, there you are. Project. Can you hear me now? Use I, I, your I, I totally hear you now. Remember. Okay. Talk like you're singing, because I know you can belt it when you sing. There we go. All right. I that, will that's work it. on that. You are okay. singing for the rest of the show. I will not. All right, <laughs> All right everyone. Welcome to an exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we have no joke, because, well... Let's face it, Joe has decided to enroll in the international school of I need to defeat Legend of Zelda because I've never done it before. Really? Uh, I'm actually on the wait list for that one. Yeah, because there are millions of people out there that have never accomplished defeating Legend of Zelda. We we need to to redo this, but we need to have uh, background music. So start saying that again. Okay. Wow. So yes. So yes. Apparently, Joe has signed up for this this uh, university, and uh, tonight's is uh, that first night where you have to go through all that craziness. I can't even remember. Is, is <laughs> the this song is just distracting is this me really so much. Real? No. Oh, I'm like, well, uh, sign me up. These are rupees. Wow. Don't really get all too excited about collecting them because, one, your wallet is really too small, and you can get them just by mowing the lawn. Yeah. Or picking up rocks. Or picking up rocks. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, I, don't know if I have no clue where Colin is. Um, I don't either. Is he late? Oh, bad stuff happens. All I see, oh. all I know about Ben is that he's getting cute packages and letters from his girlfriend. Yeah, we have bad news about and Ben. And he keeps putting them, what? We'll have to talk when we're not on air. 
Oh, no. Bad news about Ben. And we're going to have to put him uh, down. Yeah. That leg oh has just gosh. been broken for way too long. <laughs> yeah. Ben. Okay, well, well, wherever you are, Ben. He had such you. great ideas that those great ideas turned him into a ghost. We'll just leave it at that for now. Anyway, a ghost? we have a great show tonight. <laughs> so uh, we'll do a sound up. This is Revan. This is the great, mighty, and powerful Lord Blagoon. <laughs> I'm a guy named Joe, not here. <laughs> Zakora. You're welcome. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> I am. You're I'm, here too. I'm Drew. <laughs> I'm Drew. I, I think I need a name, right? Like Revan. You can you can pick a name, or you can <laughs> just go by I Drew. I was like. This is my name. Mm. You can be. Let me, let me ponder. I'll have one be, by the end. You of the can night. be uh, Urid. I, I will. I so I have like Drew backward. My that's word. Word. Yeah. Okay, you can be word. Yeah. Your word. 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 Drew is my Twitter. No handle. word. 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 Like a worm. Word. <laughs> I'll have something for you. Wow, we just Sweet. completely stalled our own show. <laughs> and on word. Commercial break. So uh, we have a great show tonight. We have voice actor. Matt Hill on the show. Oh, uh, boy. They are always... So, never hit wow. a, a wrong button, I guess. I don't know what happened there. Anyways, we're back. <laughs> never wow. hit that button. Oh, that whole time I was doing that cool accent, I wasn't even on? No. What the heck? You should have been at Gen Con. Yeah, we really? pulled oh, all. There were three of us doing an Irish accent. Oh, my goodness. It that was, there was. And, and it was hilarious. And I, my character was so epic at showing directions. You look, no. It was you look awesome. Like you got lost going five feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, um, we, we, we beta tested a game, mm-hmm. and I had the highest role to fig- for travel, because fig- you have to roll to travel to figure out where you're going. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it, it's also to travel without having any sort of bad things happen to you. So, you um, can be just like, I roll, you know, everything, I roll all sixes, and you get there with absolutely no problem. I had or, six dice to roll. Okay. He had the biggest dice pool. And the biggest dice pool. One. They were all ones and twos oh my every God. time, that, except for uh, once. We walked into a castle, and the DM's like, the tower is in front of him. I'm like, I'm going to find the tower. And I roll, and I rolled sixes and fives. What? And he's like, I just told you the tower is in front of you. And I'm like, I know. That's because I can do it. Yeah, his, his character's idea was trying to foil my character, who was a, a, a brave and, and, and just helpful noble. And he was trying to make me look stupid, but in the long run, made myself he really stupid. just made himself look stupid. It was stupid. awesome. So but yet, I was like the most influential talking person. I had a line that was, uh, I basically stole the uh, personality from, or the uh, backstory from uh, uh, Inigo Montoya from oh, nice. uh, Princess Bride. And my uh, um, inspiring speech was, hello there, I believe you killed my father, I'm going to kick you in the balls. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I asked if I could use that as my inspiring, inspiring speech inspiring speech uh-huh. and he he let me do it yeah. and uh i had a dice pool of seven and i rolled six sixes oh my god yeah and if you roll a six that gives you bonus while you're doing inspiration and if i get sixes that gives an extra bonus point uh, for the dice pool for everybody else yeah. like thrilling heroic. so it was yeah i yeah i was the most influential person in the group That's but cool. i wasn't leader yeah so uh when that game comes out everyone's gonna like it what's I it mean, called 
I don't know if I can say it on out. Yet. Oh, right. Yeah, it's it, called Drew didn't get to play it. It's called I, Drew decided to stay to home and not come out. Yeah. <laughs> Drew cried himself to sleep. That's after okay. Daniel sent us. I'm a pretty picture. sad that you uh, don't get to go to PAX either. Yeah, and we were playing with Larry Korea, Steve Diamond, and Alan Barr, another author. His name escapes me, but it was it was lots of fun. So we got to beta test that. We cool. got to do a lot of fun other things. There were several games we played. Did you guys even talk about this last week? Uh, we didn't really get much of a chance at it. We yeah, were just we talking about just how awesome... Oh my gosh, uh, we played a game called Fiasco. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. There oh, it is, there it's actually it on the shelf. It's right behind us. So, we played this game, and there was what? And, and Flagoon and Joe were amazing. Joe was Flagoon's pimp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And Flagoon... Was a lady oh. that was that was in love with another guy in our, our party's character, and they were mobsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. And <laughs> and then Matt, another guy that was with us, and Joe. Their goal was to blow up the ship we were on, but we were trying to frame people. I mean, it was just everywhere. It went completely wrong in every which direction, except for my character somehow made it out alive and like. The the awesome, I had like an awesome ending. Everyone else died. <laughs> what are you talking about? My character's ending was so much more epic than yours. I started Google. She su- <laughs> she, oh, sur- really? she survived. She did survive. Being in a room that exploded. True. And so, lost the love of her life. Cool. Only uh, to get married to, to get, fall back no, into she her didn't old get, habits. She didn't get married. Oh. Because uh, the her her fiance found out she was a hooker. In a in a past life, or you know, before they and met, and he was a lawyer, and he was a lawyer, and so he dumped her to the side curb, and she just decided, hey, you know, it worked before, it's gonna work again. So she tried to blow up another cruise ship. Yeah, and, didn't work, out. and it didn't work out. Because hmm. yeah, my point was trying to give her the worst possible ending that one could get. And Steve's character was <laughs> reaching for the bomb as it explodes. No, no, he had the bomb in hand. Oh, that's right, he yeah. had the bomb in hand. That was why. That was why my character was able to survive. Yeah. Huh. It wow. was awesome. It so was, did it, uh, did you guys play like the hustle and flow soundtrack for Joe every time? We totally should. We didn't have to because oh, we he was we didn't he was he was Joey Bojangles and he <laughs> oh had the hands and he, oh he, he had and he had the talk. He's like, I mean, it was oh. hilarious. He's did, like, did he we the, should uh, kill the me, What are you doing in my house? You did know, he have the goldfish platforms? He totally should have. He should have. Oh he, I mean, he pimp. described himself, he, you know, he had a big hat with a big old feather, zebra-striped coat do, with, do. with purple fuzz lining. Yeah. I mean, it was wow. amazing. He's, he's, he's a pseudo-pimp. If he doesn't have the goldfish flat tops or the, uh, the platform. He may, yeah. Yeah, I, it was. But he didn't. He didn't need any sort of soundtrack because when he started talking, you could yeah. just you you, you could, could hear it. You could hear it in the background. Yeah. I mean, he he had it down. I'm perfectly. pretty sure. And then that Lagoon. We're have to film everyone. Lagoon was like the. He pulled off this female voice. She it was, was she was so, a southern belle. It was Aww. so creepy but, and yet. But the funny thing is, she's actually from Let's Portland. Hear it. Yeah. I, I I can't do it. Can't do it from New Orleans. I, she's, I can't do I can't do the New Orleans. Sorry. No, I can't do it anymore. I mean, he was all like, "Baby, I got this." I mean, he, but he did it way creepier and more awesome than that. Well, of course, it's I mean, because I'm me. And he was doing the hand gestures, and so oh was Joe. It was oh my gosh, we couldn't stop laughing all night. It was so That's much so fun. Cool. 
Yeah. I totally get it though, like where you have a character and you can channel it in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Outside yeah. of the game, I had I played this really old venerable wizard in one of my D and D games, and I had to like continuously say this one line of dialogue before I could speak as him. Yeah. So every time it was my turn to speak, I would lose the voice, and I'd have to go through this whole ritual before we could continue playing the game. Nice. It became a hassle, but All right. it was fun. Let's see if we can uh, get Matt on the line Let's here. get Matt on the show. Yay. Hopefully this works, because I completely uninstalled everything and reinstalled everything to see if it works. I hope it works, <sighs> too. It's Matt. not. Uh, Skype, why do you hate us? I don't know why this is doing this. It's it's weird. It's worked forever and a freaking year, and now suddenly... All of a sudden. Can I propose something? Yes. How about Zakora use one of her voices to pretend to be Matt pretending to be one of his voices? Mm-hmm. And could, then nobody will know. I could try that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> I think it would. It would? As long as we don't tell anybody. All right, well, I'm going to... So, you guys talk. I think I have a way to make this happen, so oh, hold on a second. You guys talk. Lagoon. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talking. Talking. Talk, talk, talk. Uh, so, um, I guess we could probably can start going into some uh, some geek, geek news. news a little bit. Um, anybody got anything of uh, of note they want to talk about that kind of struck their fancy? Made oh, them... man. Let's see. Or do we want to talk more about the fiasco? Or about the other thing, cool things we saw at Gen Con? Because there was a lot of cool things. You know, things. I would really like to hear yeah. about it. Yeah, fill us in on Gen Con, because we didn't talk about that a lot. Dave, Dave Butler, like, he kind of filled up the show. Yeah, it was well, amazing. Dave, Dave Butler kind of, he came in and he was, he was the show. He was fantastic. He was. So, he was very so, entertaining, very, very enjoyable. It's always, always a pleasure to have uh, Spaceball Rugs. Yeah, they well, were that was our first time on with us, but it was always, always fun to have Dave Butler on the show with us. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see here. What what all what all didn't happen at at uh, Gen Con? I know something was, didn't happen. You well, besides so that, let's the, let's not rub salt in wounds. Like, man. okay, cool. Now we have background music. Nice. Oh, it's gone now. That's it. Is that the the work iPad that you're secretly playing games on? That's, that's the, to, oh, no. that was uh, that was uh, Revan playing with Sirenscape. Yes. Um. Steak and Shake didn't happen, from what I hear. Well, we had we had so many other places we were going to, and Steak and Shake, that's like you go there and it is like a two hour wait, yeah. just to get food. Yeah, and yeah, it's worth it. It's good that's stuff. Crazy. But uh, you know, we went to Dick's Last Resort, Last Resort, which is right next door to the Steak and Shake, and it worked perfectly. It, it, you know, we we were able to just get in, sit down, waiter yelled at us for a few minutes, got mm-hmm. our food, and now I'm echoing. Okay. Wow. Is that that place that they yell at, like everyone's rude to you? Yeah, that's the it's the place where the uh, the waiters are rude to you. My sister would be in heaven there. Oh, I would be in heaven there too. She other than I hate is the food. Best. Is that like a I'm diner? No, it's a bar. It's a bar. Oh, it's a bar and grill. It's kind of like going to like Hooters. Okay, but instead of without the boobs. yeah, without boobs, it's more with with sass. Lagoon hates it. They just scream and yell at you. Although we, we, sat, we sat on the porch, so they had to kind of throw the punches a little bit. When you sit inside, they swear at you. They throw stuff at you. It is it is open season for you when you are in inside the bar. <laughs> but if you're outside, then they're a little bit more... Or at least, at least our, our, our server was a little more... Uh, 
Uh, what, what would be a good word? Um, easy to deal with, I guess. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's so, like going to the rest area on the way to Dick's Last Resort. Is that right? Like it's just a pit stop. It's a little watered down. It was a little watered down. It was like it was like, it was like mm-hmm. Dick's Last Resort light. Yeah, like we're we're almost to Dick's Last Resort, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah, well, you know, it was you know, I got I got my fried pickles. Oh. And I got mm-hmm. I, I had a uh, sixty-four ounce margarita. It was very tasty. Sixty-four yeah. ounces. Sixty-four ounces, and it like was fish dude. Food. It was oh huge. Gosh. It was his chalice. That's it was amazing. so large that he used it as a backpack stand. I yep. want one of those. <laughs> well, does any was, place around here make that? I don't know if they do. <laughs> it was. It's called a. It was called a Dosaki's Rita, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, there's a uh, Mexican restaurant place down on State Street. Mm-hmm. That uh, that does that. I, name name completely escapes me. But if you get a chance, someday. So if you get a chance to have a Dos Equis Rita, have a Dos Equis Rita because it is delicious. And any beer is pretty amazing. That they are. But yeah. So anyhow. So the day we uh, the day after well, the day we played the the fiasco game while we were getting our kind of warm up going, we were playing a game called uh, Cash and Guns. I've which heard of it. just basically involves you pointing fake guns at each other and screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> which is really fun to have when you're in the middle of the uh, JW Marriott like conference area where everybody's just kind of walking around, either going to their uh, rooms or going to like, one of the one of the uh, role playing rooms, and, and we were just echoes. right there, and we're just screaming bonsai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! I got to win the first game, and then I think I, I think Joe won. Joe won quite a few of those games, and then we started Fiasco, which uh, that went really, really well. That was like a really fun game. If you ever get a chance to sit on a Fiasco game, sit on a Fiasco game because it is it's role playing at its best. Nice. Hmm. How many uh, How many people did you have playing that? We had six people playing Fiasco. Which, uh, apparently, according to the rules, you're only supposed to do, like, maybe four. Huh. But, uh, you know, the only thing it really did was it just made the, the the turns a little bit longer, and it made the story a little bit more, like, I don't think broken or convoluted, but it made it a little bit more difficult to follow. Yeah. Because we'd have some people come, oh, I'm going to do a, a flashback, another person, I'm going to do a flashback in a flashback, and another person, <laughs> I'm going to do a flash forward. And, you know, it's my turn. I'm like, I'm going to go back to regular time. Sounds <laughs> like leverage, something. right, where you can set up your flashback moves with leverage. I don't know if you've seen that role-playing system at all, the RPG system. Sadly, I have not. It's a pretty cool system, and uh, they they set it up where you can have flashback scenes, oh, nice. which typically are scenes that you you act out or that, that you play through that are just setting up an advantage that you have later on. Like, hmm. I went and got the gun out of... You know the car. Oh, so it's like it's it come. Uh, uh, it's almost car. it's almost kind of like a Deus Ex Machina get you out of uh, trouble. Yeah, but that, that's how the whole car. show is set but, up. Yeah, that like, is that's yeah. how that show is like geniusly written. I wouldn't say geniusly written, I but love it's just it. the way. It, it's a good show. Yeah, but yeah, there's 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 just a few little times where it's just like, oh well, here's going to be a spot where they're you know they pulled the rabbit out of the hat. They're going to pull the rabbit out of the hat. Yep. And oh, lo and behold, that's where the rabbit got pulled out of the hat. Perfect. Yay, we. Better than a Wolverine out of the hat. Yeah, a Wolverine out of the hat would be kind of painful. Yeah, yeah. Nothing up my sleeves. Sorry, I'm trying to find the the, the answer to this. I, Matt's ready to go, but uh, this is what's going on. Skype is still being crazy. Ah, gotta love Skype being stupid. First, there's stupid. sudden benevitable right, right. betrayal. 
You're, you're working on those voices tonight, aren't you? I'm sorry. That's Can't great. Keep doing yeah, it. I think Zakora heard that in the zone. We, we're, I, we've got um, a voice actor I'm coming so on. Excited. Okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to play a song. I okay. think I figured out the problem. And then we will be right back, and then we'll bring Matt uh, Hill on the line. And I apologize, Matt, but we will be uh, right back after Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Ah, oh, there we go. That's the right one. Thank you. 
remember when the sun still shined. I remember the night and days when the children laughed and sang songs to play. I'm a shell of what I used to be. There's a monster inside of me. My dark soul is twisted black. Welcome back, folks. Hello. Yeah, we're still working on this. Our thing's still broken. I yeah, it's not be. working, period. Did you turn my end. mic off? Dust broke. Did I turn my mic off? Is my mic still off? No, your mic's on. It's just you're really quiet. Yeah. Well, it I was working mousy. before, and I'm talking the same amount. My, well, yeah. Lakota is Lakota for mouse, I think. and. Lakota? Yeah, Sue. Really? Indian. Cool. Mm-hmm. I was born a Lakota. 
Mm. I was raised in Lakota. I was I'm, I Lakota. I, I really apologize. Oh, oh my god! Dude, I can't believe. Oh, is this the? Ew. Yep, this is. Thing. Oh no, no, this isn't the spider ass. This is the yeah. uh, two-inch um, <laughs> earwig. Ear is coming that out of a person's ear. ear in the dude's ear too? No, that is an earwig. Like oh that. Oh my gosh. Earwig, earwigs actually go in people's ears. Yeah, that's the reason why they're called earwigs. Yes. Oh my gosh, I might puke. I might. Oh, puke. just just keep this watching. So it is gross. great. I hope you don't care about this microphone. I'm gonna vomit all over it. <laughs> okay, that's actually a really nice one. Good. Hopefully, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to share this with up on Facebook yeah. just for everybody to enjoy. Everyone the, puke on the your pain computer. of watching somebody getting a two-inch earwig pulled out of their ear. That's no, just last nasty. Okay, I don't know what to do right now. Because I'm trying to get Matt on the show. Just keep watching. It gets even better. <laughs> Oh what God. in the world? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is like watching the uh, reaction videos to two girls in one cup here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my That's God. So gross. All right, is it over yet something. or is it still going? It's done. They've got it out. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. oh. They show what the guy's ear looks like afterwards. It's great. I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting reactions here. This is awesome. I am entertained. Oh, I am frustrated beyond belief. This is, this is like hurting our show. Yeah. Oh, wow. I feel really dizzy. Yeah. I'm As you good. should. All right. So I'm going to.
Second delay between what Revan says and what actually gets put. Revan, Revan's going outside. So yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Now we're all waiting Matthew to see there? if Revan's talking. <laughs> Hello. 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 Matt, how Hello. are you today, sir? Hey, kind sirs, I'm doing pretty good, eh? That is good to hear that you're doing pretty good, eh? So, uh, what has been going on in the uh, world of Matt Hill? Well, um, so we're working on uh, a couple of new tunes, which I'm super stoked um, to be part of. Um, and uh, we've been, I guess, recording now um, on both of them for just over about a month and a half. And um, I got a bunch of other irons in the fire, so um, what? It's um, yeah, it's just it's kind of nice, you know, because I had a I had a bit of a uh, of a slower um, spring than I've been used to in a while. So uh, you know, I did a lot of running, a lot of paddleboarding, a lot of running, and a lot of paddleboarding. <laughs> nice, just a little bit of paddleboarding with some uh, nice. running involved. Sounds like. What time? Just a little bit of paddleboarding with a with a with a little bit of running involved, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Always. Awesome. Yep. No. Enjoying yep. those, uh, enjoying those sunny Canadian days, I take it. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know what? We hit we a bona fide heat wave here. Oh, God, we were like into the mid-30s up there. So that's like, so that's like into like the mid-90s. 
Oh man, which, um, you know, for Vancouver. Hey, that's pretty warm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually pretty warm, oh, yeah. especially that for, warm. for that area. Yeah, yeah. being uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. No. Yeah, I lived in uh, I lived in Ketchikan for a few years, and uh, yeah, if it got over if it got over like seventy, that was a that was a bright sunny summer day. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, I mean everybody here is. Uh, I mean, guy, you know the thing is, I couldn't imagine living back east where every year it goes from like you know winter, 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 summer, <laughs> you know, to like you know the most like excruciatingly painful you know humidity and uh, oh god. It's um you know run, running through that heat on the Run for One Planet tour was was about as long as I could probably live out there in the summer. That's for sure. Yeah, I I, I, I was like that this summer. It was just and this was a very uh, mild summer here in Utah. It was just I was dying, and my mother-in-law, who's you know ever so gracious to watch my child for me, she's just like <laughs> she comes home comes to our place. We've got the air conditioner just cranked. And she has to like bundle up in her winter clothes just to be comfortable in our house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, That's great. I, I miss the Pacific Northwest. That was like the best summers yeah. I had were in uh, Seattle. Oh. So uh, what uh, what what, yeah, sure. what, uh, what sort of new things do you have uh, coming in the pipeline? Can you talk about any uh, any? Uh, New shows you're working on, or well, anything? yeah, the, um, the only the only one that I can't say like too much information, like I, like I'm not allowed to say what the name of it is because you know um, they make us sign those NDA agreements, you know those yeah. wonderful little pieces of paper. Yeah, the three the worst three letters that um, come out of the English language. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of hate for it. It was after, yeah. Oh, I know that's brutal, but um, uh, but hey, that's okay. Um, but it is um, I'll, it is one of it's a it's quite a large film studio that is quite well known in the in the world, um, and it's the Ooh. moniker DW. And um, they've uh, yeah they've got a new a new thing coming out. Um, so we're just rip roaring through the first twenty like season of twenty six. Um, right wow. now, and, uh, and and seriously, it's it's one of the funnest shows that I've worked on. Um, you know, I mean, it it's kind of going. It's it's almost like the kind of goofy fun that we had on Ed Ed Nettie. Um, we're getting to do you know kind of zany things like that as well. Like they're they're really letting the actors just like go to town on, you know, bringing everything out on the lines as we can. And um, so you know, it's such a fun way to work. It sounds cool. like it. Yeah, so I guess that, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Oh, it's great. So, so yeah. depending hey, on the project. Have, have, you guys heard of, um, have you guys ever heard of the series Johnny Test? Yeah, I've heard of Johnny Test. I haven't. Okay. I have not. Well, the creator of John... Sorry? I, I have not. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a series. It's on in the States, um, but... Uh, the, the creator um, of that, Scott Fellows, um, the, he just did another one. We did a pilot for it last year, and um, it, it also just got picked up. So we're doing the first season of 26 right now, um, and that's called Super Noobs, um, which is so fun, you guys. Um, it's, it's these, like, five um, high school-age kids who are total geek, you know, losers, and, um, you know, they get granted with uh, trying to save the earth. 
and the universe from like alien, you know, bad aliens and you know, bad viruses and things like that. So you know, they go from being geeks to being like full-on superheroes, right? So it's um, you know, it's good fun every week. So which uh, which character yeah. do you get to play for this, or can you say anything? I get to play, yeah, I, I play, um, I play one of the guys, and his name is Tyler, and um, he, uh, and I'm working with, um, have you guys, have you guys talked with um, Richard Ian Cox and Lee Tokar and and those guys? Uh, unfortunately, we have not no. had a chance to. Okay. Do you, do you want to? If you want to talk to anybody, you just let me know, man. Because you know, not that I know everybody, but you know, I mean, obviously in in Vancouver, it's a it's a small big city in terms of you know the, the posse of us all. But uh, if you got anybody on your on your radar, let me know. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. Thank we'll definitely you. be yep. uh, be in contact later on. And then, <laughs> then we get to talk in fun accents. Absolutely. Try to yeah, try so, to well, you know what, and those two in particular. Yeah, no. With with some of those guys, I tell you, you'd be lucky to get an ed, uh, a word in edgewise. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that brings up a very interesting question. Then. If there, uh, if there's, if it's such a uh, like a tight knit community of you in Vancouver, then is it like yeah. Friday night you go to the bar and you have a couple drinks and everybody's in character all night? Is it something crazy like that, or do you try to get away from it when you're not in the studio? <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Well, we, um, you know, it's. I think it's two scenarios. Sometimes the session just parlays right into, you know, a, a, a round of many, many, many rounds, um, <laughs> if you know what I mean, at the local pub. Um, yeah. You know, and it, every once in a while, you know, it has happened where it kind of starts in the studio, at, you know, at the very last take. Um, you know, that sound of... <laughs> You know, and then clink, 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 right away, nice work, eh? Nice job, you guys. <laughs> you know, everybody cheers. It's the Canadian way, and especially as we approach hockey season, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we... we hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for Salt Lake to get a team. <laughs> um, well, we sort of have a team, but they suck, and they're not even a major team. So the closest <laughs> is my team, which is the Avs in Colorado. And they suck. Hey. There you go. There, there you go. <laughs> hey, you know they, they were a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah they, they've got when, Patrick Waugh as their coach. Yeah, when you're a Red Wings fan, the Avs. Are you suck. a Red Wings fan? Of course, I'm from Michigan, uh, dude. Of course. You oh, need to move. well, you kind of got to be then, yeah. You yeah. you need to move now. Yeah, you know what? I I, I gotta say <laughs> I with microphone with Patrick Waugh being the coach. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we're here. Patrick Waugh being the coach? With, 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 yeah, with Patrick Waugh being the coach, I tell you, they just, it just brings a whole other level of like intensity to the bench. I love that guy. Yeah. Just love him. Yeah. I no, think we need awesome. Aaron Hardy to be our fighting coach again then. <laughs> I'm Switzerland. I'm totally yeah. honest. I have no idea. You have no idea what we're talking about. It's no. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. We could just talk like this all night. Even oh. though we're a geek show. But hey! <laughs> We could do it. <laughs> Just start singing in the background going, I love sports. I love sports. <laughs> uh, that, I don't really follow the uh, National Hockey League. I, I follow the ASL, and I got I to gotta root for my ASL uh, back in Anchorage. So whenever, yeah. whenever they come to Alaska, okay. or whenever they come down here to Utah, I, 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 have, to, I have to go and razz on the, uh, you gotta the, go. uh, the locals. That's yeah. okay, cause are you the only guy with their jersey on? Of course they are. 
<laughs> well, that, I, 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 my, uh, my Aces jersey uh, sadly got lost in like move number six for <gasps> me. So uh, I'm hoping next wow. time they have a game, they have a game here. I can pick up another jersey so I can be that guy okay, in the good. other jersey that. All right. Yeah, get some fights with other people. You're like, see, we totally, everybody loves us, man. Scoreboard. <laughs> There's our fan. <laughs> well, but in, in uh, you know, in the little village of Vancouver, we had some major hockey news happen in the off offseason. Um, both our coach and uh, our GM got fired after, you know, I'm so grateful because the guy made some stupid moves over the last few years. But then they brought in what um, our guy's known as Captain Canuck, and that's Trevor Linden, who was like the longest-standing Canucks um, captain in, uh, in Canucks history. And so now he's the president of hockey operations. So it's kind of a big deal here. Do you know where uh, Trevor Linden came from? And Do you know? Where did he come from? Yeah, like what what teams did he come um, up to? From, Is he always Vancouver? He got drafted, um, and uh, let's see, came to Vancouver, and then later on in his career, like sort of um, like around what, like mid to late 90s, um, he got traded, and I think he went to, God, I can't remember, did he go to the New York Rangers, or did he go... Or maybe he went to the Islanders. He went. He went away for a few years, um, and then they brought him back. And it was. I think it was brilliant. They, um, you know, they knew he was probably only going to play another couple of years, so they brought him back for a couple of years. And hmm. um, you know, that was uh, that was yeah, that was quite awesome, man. But uh, he's he's just one of those guys. It's like you know, in a city of a million people, everybody knows who Trevor Linden is. You know, walk down the street, they're like, Hey, Trev, you want to play hockey after school? You know, and he'd, <laughs> he'd be the guy that would like spend the evening playing hockey on the street with the kids. You know. <laughs> nice. Great. I, I see him at this breakfast place that I go to all the time, and in you know I'm in my mid forties, and I, every time I see him, honest to God, I turn back into like a ten year old. I'm like, there's Trev. <laughs> <laughs> I've only managed to, hey, how's it going? You know, I've uh, never gotten the courage to actually go up and say, dude, you rock, man. You should do it. Yeah, just, now, just go punch him in the don't face. Don't be afraid of your fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just go punch him in the face. Go, that's for my sister. So, how about you guys? What's going on? How's life? Crazy. You know, yeah, Revan yeah. just got uh, Revan got kicked out of his uh, old house, and yeah. uh, then he had to move to another place. While he was moving there, I moved to the other side of the lake, and then on the way to moving to a new place. Uh, our trailer got in an accident. We we lost oh, a lot of furniture. Oh no! Yeah, dude, were you were, were you guys driving it or pulling it? Uh, pulling it. Uh, wind hit it. Uh, and it okay, flipped okay. It, it, yeah, flipped it 180 degrees <sighs> around across two lanes of traffic to slam into the metal, middle uh, cement medium. Yeah. Oh my nope. god! Yeah, it was crazy. Dude, so it's a write-off. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, uh, now how's the troops down there? Are they are they able to like you know hook you up and and get you back on the road like right away, or well, or is it kind of a bit well, of a I mean, quagmire? The car wasn't damaged, so no vehicles were damaged. Yeah. No one lost their life. No one got hurt. Trailer got crumpled. Furniture was destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, trailer insurance uh, apparently 
needs it has to be picked up separately and we were borrowing the trailer so the uh people that own oh, the trailer no. yeah oh, and so gosh. the renters insurance don't cover it because yeah, that sucks. left the property and yeah it's, it's been yeah. fun right. yeah oh man and and sorry that just happened or was that like that was a while ago that was last week yeah. Oh, okay. That was that just happened. Ouch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I hope you all get that, we were set up. Con. Yeah. The re- the reality, Matt. Nobody really cares about us, though. We all want to hear about you. Yes. Yeah. It's You're really important. Wow. But I just care. You know, you see, when people you know think about Matt Hill after I'm long gone, I want them to say, "Wow, he, he just wanted to know about me." <laughs> I'm a people person, man. Yeah, it. well, what do you want to know? Like, seriously, what, you know, how can I serve the listeners today? And um, what's, um, you know? I have a pressing question for you. Um, okay. So so my question is then, just looking over your, your filmography here and looking at all the credits, because you have a very prolific uh, set of titles under your name here i'm very interested do you prefer working in movie or television or video games or do each of those processes look and feel a little different for you or is it all pretty much the same thing oh yeah yeah no that's a great question um you know i've for the stuff and thank you for saying that by the way it's um you know the the film stuff that i've gotten to do over the years it's like i still got just as jazzed as i do getting an animation gig you know, I still pretty much do a backflip every time because I just, you know, I love all the mediums that I get, that, you know, that I have been, you know, privileged to play in. Um, and, you know, for me, it, it started to become a little bit more about, um, I would just, I don't know, I guess the, when I, when I sort of, you know, the last big one that I did on film, you know, the, the playing uh, Jackie's, you know, deputy in Shanghai Nights, um, that was just such an incredible, you know, week of, of hanging out with one of the masters. Um, and, and he was just such a cool dude and, you know, everyone connected with that was just, um, I, like I really knew I was working on something that was sort of like above, uh, you know, above a lot of other, a lot of things that you maybe get a chance to work on. Um, and I guess in a way it, it, uh, I don't know, it just set the bar for me in terms of going, okay. If, if I'm meant to continue to do, like, this type of acting, you know, on film and TV, let it be, you know, let this sort of elevate it to, you know, um, to sort of like those, you know, being able to do things like that, even if it meant I, you know, work a little bit further and few between. Because um, for some reason it was, I don't know, I just wasn't interested after that to, you know, go up and sort of be, you know, but, you know, hang around number one, you know, and the guy comes around the corner in the camera and you're, you're like, oh, hey, boss, uh, wife's on the phone, you know, and, you <laughs> you know, you do your hour on set and you wait for 14 hours and, and then you go home. I just uh, I, I was just enjoying doing, you know, cartoons and and sort of, you know, what I call that. That's that's like my regular day job, right? Going, you know, getting to do cartoons and hanging out with all my brothers and sisters and voiceover um, you know, in a way, it, it's kind of like the same thing as in like film and TV. If you get a, if you become a regular on a TV series, right? You know, you get so tight with those people that you work with um, that you know. I think that's that's the part about film and TV that I really um, I was really um, desiring. Um, and so when 
you know, I didn't end up getting, you know, as many regulars on, say, like, you know, film and television as I'd wanted to. Um, I sort of, I don't know, after after doing Shanghai Nights, I just kind of like that. I just went like, okay, well, whatever's truly meant to be and, and sort of like the best way that I'm meant to share my talents and my, you know, what I what I got to give, um, you know, just let it come, you know. And, and, and honest to God, over the next year or two, um, that's when, you know, voiceover really started to take off as well. And so, you know, um, and, and, you know, honestly, guys, it, it's just so, it's so much fun to be able to, you know, like this morning, you know, I wake up at 4 a.m., I do, you know, I read all my scripts for the day or whatever it is I got to do, and, and then, you know, boom, off to the studio at 9 o'clock, you know, I can wear a hat or whatever, you know, I don't have to, like, sort of, I don't have to dress the part all the time, you know? Um, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know, I, I just really enjoy it. It's, um, I'm, I'm having a blast. And, uh, you know, that was a really long run-on sentence, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It sounds like so much fun. Uh, it sounds like a dream. It is. Kind of a job. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite? Oh, absolutely. Part? You know, I mean, I, I, seriously, I want, you know, I, I, this was all that I had wanted to do, you know, when I was a kid. Well, except for when I watched a TV series called BG and the Bear when I was a kid, and, you know, I wanted to be a truck driver who had a chimpanzee for a while, so, yeah. You know. <laughs> but, um, hey, it's okay. My legs were too short, I couldn't reach the pedals. <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite yeah, part but, you know, about this? But it is. It's, 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 I just feel so privileged to be able to get to do what I do, you know? All right. So uh, we are actually uh, uh, kind of probably going to make this a little bit longer since we kind of didn't get the uh, didn't get to start the interview soon enough. But we are talking with Matt Hill, uh, actor, voice actor, man of many talents, runner, and apparently a, uh, uh, you know, the paddleboarder. If you have any questions you want to ask him, give us a call at 626-226-1475. Or, as always, you can send us an email, info at DungeonCrawlerRadio.com, and we will read your questions live on air. I believe the uh, server's up and running again, and we can actually get your email. No. So, yeah. We can't get emails oh, no email tomorrow. Yet. <laughs> so we will get your email next week. So if you have a question for Matt, send it to us now, and we'll send ask it via Facebook. Oh, and you can also you, you can send it via Facebook. And uh, we will read them now. But I was going to say you can send us our send us you can email us your uh, your questions, and we'll ask them. And hopefully Matt will answer them somehow. <laughs> and you can also follow, yeah, having so many technical issues. follow us on Twitter, which is DCR underscore show. Uh, Colin's not here, so sadly we do not have chat. You'd think we this is like our first chat. week on air. Yeah. With how badly the technical issues we're having. Oh. Awesome. It's like we. It's like uh, as soon as we got back from Gen Con, you had to do a uh, like a, a massive move. Yes. So you're having your Gen Con, your post Gen Con fuddles, oh, two weeks afterwards. Yes. And then, like, we don't even really get to recover because next week we've got Comic Con. Yeah. So uh, sadly, Joe isn't here, so we're not going to be able to. Well, I guess we could play the uh, the Amazon thing, but it is time for our Audible drop. So if you want to get a free book, that is right, a free audio book, head over to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio and sign up for your free audio book today. It doesn't cost you anything to uh, obligate. That book is free for you. It signs you up for a uh, for a 30-month trial of their uh, of their services. If you like it, you can keep doing it. It gets you nice sales. Once a month, you get a uh, credit for a free book, and it does not matter how much that book is. It is free to you. So, Audible, it's books that are awesomely read to you. And you can speed them up or slow them down. Yeah, if that you too. Want. Yeah. 
Like me, I ha- I read too fast, so I have to speed it up like three times, otherwise I can't <laughs> listen to it. I don't, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, have you done any uh, books? Have you done any Ooh, audio books? Yeah. I have, actually. That when, you, when I heard you guys talking about that, I was like, wow. I got to do some, um, yeah, some children's books a few years ago. And, uh, and it was funny that you say that you read too fast. Like, I'm the opposite. I'm just like, the boat skipped off the water. It's like, I think Ed, you know, has stayed with me for my whole life. It's like, but, um, yeah, no, it's fun. I think it's great. Audio books are great. Yeah. So that brings yep. up a really good question. Uh, how did you get into voice acting? And if someone wants to, how can they get into voice acting? Mm, excellent question. Well, that is a fantastic question. Um, you know, it's it's something, like I said, I'd wanted to do this acting thing for, you know, gosh, since I was, you know, my mom and dad say a knee-high or a grasshopper, really. Um, you know, it was, it's all I talked about when I was a kid. And, um, you know, when I... When I was about, what, in the eighth grade, so I guess I would have been about 12, um, one day I literally decided, I remember that moment, you know, I heard a radio commercial, um, and, uh, and, it, and it was actually for an agency in Vancouver, and they said, you know, the Vancouver film and television and voice market is growing with leaps and bounds, you know, Jerry Lodge Talent Agency is looking for people like you, you know, um, you know no training required, you know, blah, 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 and uh, I was like, I'm going to be an actor doing it i'm doing it and i mm-hmm. uh I, I you know i did finally tell my parents before they passed away um i said i skipped school that day i'm sorry <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh but i took the bus all the way downtown uh, i walked into the agent's office and it was literally like you know was walking into like it was like a time work it was walk, walking into like a you know a three-story walk up in in you know the upper east side and in, in new york or the upper west side this lady's chain smoking in the you know in in this inner sanctum office and, uh, you know, I followed the waft of the smoke and, you know, I'm like, I'm like, hi, how you doing? And she's like, what do you want? You know, and I'm like, I want to be an actor. And, uh, you know, she kind of looked me up and down and she's like, you got any training? You know, and I'm like, well, no, but I really, really want to do this. And, you know, and she goes, oh, I'll make you a deal. I'll, if you take one of my courses, you can, you know, you can join the agency and we'll, you know, we'll see how you do. And so, you know, I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. And so, you know, within five minutes, I'd sign my name to like a $300 course and, uh, you know, so excited, you know, walked out of there smelling like cigarette smoke because we could still smoke in those days inside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, went home um, and, you know, politely decla- declared to my parents over dinner that I had actually skipped school um, and that I had to- decided that's what I'm going to do for my living. I'm going to be an actor. And, uh, you know, at the same time, the phone rang, and my dad answered it. And it turned out to be this, my agent, who, who this was the same lady, Dorothy Boyce, who is the owner of this, this agency. She said, yeah, I just want to confirm, you know, your son is Matt Hill, and that, you know, he's going to be able to attend our course starting this Saturday. And, you know, my dad is kind of going, oh, really? He signed up for this course, did he? You know, and I'm, and I'm like, no, that I am in so much trouble, right? Um, and at the same time, it's like this split screen. I'm going, oh, my God, she phoned. I'm so excited. I'm going to start this course. And, uh, and, and my dad said, listen, my son gets a little excited and a little ahead of himself. He's going to politely decline taking the course. And, and, and then, um, you know, I heard my dad kind of pause. And um, apparently on the other line, she said, you know, Mr. Hill, I've been in this business a long, long time, you know, because she was a former model in New York and, you know, Toronto and brought the agency west. 
And she said, but your kid, I don't know what he's got. He's just got some sort of chutzpah. He, you know, he's 13 and he knew what he wanted. And, and uh, you know, I believe in him. So I'm going to make you a deal. I will pay for his course and then he can pay me back as he starts working. Right? So my dad goes, really? And she goes, absolutely. So uh, that's how it all started. You know, she, she fronted me the money. I took the course. I got my first voice gig. I actually played an elf. In a, in a Christmas commercial, um, like two weeks after I finished the course. And, you know, the rest yeah. they say is history. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. So it kind of shows, you know, just keep believing in your dream, man. It's, um, you know, I mean, you got to work hard and, you know, you know, you know all the ebbs and flows. Of, you know, we all have it, right? It's, uh, but but it, it truly is. I, I believe it's a testament to, to believing in what your heart is telling you, you know, where, where it wants to go and, you know, your, your sort of destiny fulfilled, right? Yeah, and you haven't smoked a day since, right? <laughs> Not once. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's a very God bless running. Dorothy Boyce. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's amazing. So, everyone out there, first step, find an agent. Don't find an agent like named Dorothy. No, I mean... Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's changed immensely since I started. Like, you know, I'm on year 30 this year. It's like, it's crazy. I, it's so wicked. Um, but, you know, I mean, look at the look at the advent. Look at how we're talking right now, you know, um, and, and look at the, the way technology has changed so much, right? So, you know, I, honestly, I would say anybody who, who has that sort of desire to do this crazy awesome, you know, gig called acting, um, you know, it's it's probably the best advice that was ever given me originally, too, is get some experience in your hometown. Um, you know, get in whatever it is for you, whether it's voiceover, okay, hook up with people who do voices, you know, join a class, create a community. Um, you know, iPhones are brilliant, right? Look at the recording device on that, right? It's, um, you know, you can you can develop all your own stuff. It's basically, there's no sort of like rules for entry. It's 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 totally you know they're never looking for people and they're always looking for people you know um I, you know i believe it's there's sort of room for everybody it's um you know we create our own sort of niche right um you know really and and i'd say this is the thing that hasn't changed is just never stop believing in yourself and also just keep working at it every single day just keep working keep working keep working we just need Matt on the show all the time to motivate yeah. us. Just keep working. Yeah, just keep working. Just keep working. <laughs> Get up, working. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll have. We'll, we'll do a little clip of that, and that's what we'll play every time we feel down. Like, oh, man, I don't know if we can keep doing this. Uh, Matt Hill, just keep working. Just keep working. Just keep working. <laughs> all right, Matt, we'll keep, just keep working. Work. Well, it was what, you, you, know, you remember Ed and Nettie? I think yeah. I think still one of my favorite lines was when I'm you know off the back of this whatever it was a boat or something and I'm like kick my feet kick my feet kick my feet. I remember <laughs> that actually I remember that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you know it's uh, ah but it, but it is it's so true I mean I think we can look at all of our lives right and you know look at the route that they've all taken and you know when we check in with our dreams and and what we want. It's like you see there's so many pathways that have unfolded, you know, but really, um, you know, stuff that we've really wanted to do, it comes around, you know, when, when and if it's meant to come around. Um, and, you know, what, another thing, and this is what the, the run around North America taught me, like, and like, honest to God, this is how I try to live my life now, um, is that, you know, you, we always, we put out there what we want, 
and we put our intention out there and we set forth what our purpose is and we know that things may not work out the way that we plan but if we just keep going and moving forward things will work out and they'll always work out better than expected in the end hmm. and Solid that's life advice for from Matt sure. Hill. Hey, hey. I'm feeling all warm and tingly inside. Yeah. So Matt Hill's going to be making uh, motivational speeches at your local uh, um, library. Library sometime this week. Sometime this year. Or I, on our or show. Or on our show. So I get to play the library. That's awesome. I was hoping like the big, huge, massive glass church in um, in Salt Lake. There you go. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we got we got we got. Can you guys give me a gig there? Yeah, yeah, it'll be after hours. You probably could. Yeah. The alarm will be <laughs> yeah. going off, but don't worry. Split the security guard 100 bucks. <laughs> we need to talk Comic-Con and to bring him back in. Ooh, yeah. excellent. Aww. That would be Wait, great idea. Is, are, you, are you talking like SD, San Diego? No, Salt Lake, Salt Lake started their own Comic-Con last year. So I'm actually are you serious? Next, I'm totally in. Yeah, and they, oh, let's see, what, 70 thousand people showed up the first year and they're and it's next uh, the second one's next week and they're ho- they're planning on over a hundred thousand people yep wow they had a semi-annual type thing in april and yeah. they had over they had about a hundred thousand attend yeah. wow yeah. well seriously you guys man i'm in let me um see if you can co- you know, like connect me um for next year yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, we, will, we will work our mojo. Uh, and by we, yeah. I mean... That would be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll do my... my totally, mojo. man. No, that'd be great. I, and you know what's so funny? You know, you, you talk about motivational speeches in, um, you know, in, um, you know, in libraries. Um, I, I actually just got asked... Um, well, actually, I did, it, I did it a couple months ago, but um, it was probably one of the coolest, but also one of the oddest groups that I'd ever spoken to before and um, it was the National Plumbers and Pipe Fitters Association Conference. <laughs> so we had plumbers wow. and pipe fitters from all over North America descending upon this beautiful um, you know, city about four hours north of where I live and um, yours truly you know, got to wow them with some you know, great Matty Hill ministry sort of you know, tales and quips and you know, lessons on life. <laughs> I have one question for you about that, Matt. Yep. How much butt crack was there there? <laughs> well, you know, I got such a great question because I was wondering the same thing. I'm just going to be like, okay, what's this going to be like? And then thankfully, I talked to the organizer, um, you know, I had a Skype call with her beforehand, and it turned out to be not those parts of the, you know, sort of um, pipe fitters and plumbers association. It was all the executives. So it was all oh. the people who run the companies. So, yes, no plumber's butts. <laughs> so, yes, uh, so it was good because I was really – and that's why, you know, when they got, a, they got a hold of me, I was thinking, like, why me? What? Like, I – what? <laughs> okay, I have a question. But they, they've, you know – sorry? Oh, I just have a question. You must speak louder. I have This microphone, it doesn't work that well, okay? Because no, you know what? Your, your voice is – out of all of us, your voice is the most prettiest. So just like oh. speak it loud. Okay. Share it. <laughs> She's totally blushing. I'm totally blushing right now. Um, I want to know. All of a sudden, I hear this click. What? 
No, but I what's your favorite you. about being an actor? You have to literally speak okay. What's my together. favorite? What? Yeah, what's your favorite part about being a voice actor? Can you pick? What's something? my favorite part? Yeah. Um, I like when they say, um, uh, you got paid. Uh, I like when they say, uh, it's lunchtime. Um, I like when they say, oh, Matt Hill, just like your rider said, here's your trailer car. And, uh, you know, they've, they've pulled up my, you know, 1976 Dodge or AMC Pacer, you know, that I've had retrofitted. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, the, uh. I don't know. You know what? I, I like the voice part. I, it's uh, I I love the fact that like today, uh, like I said, I got to go to work and I got paid really well to go and have such a blast with a group of people that you know I know and love that I've worked with for for many years. Um, you know, here in Vancouver, as well as a few of the new people that they've brought on for this, you know, for this particular show. Um, and then also, um, we were doing it via Skype um, with the folks in LA because that's where that's where the show was is based from. And uh, you know, and same thing there, working with just an incredible group of people who have been, you know, like basically just putting all their love and attention into this project for the last five years you know, to get it made. And, and so, you know, it's, it just feels like such a privilege, you know, it's, um, it's, it makes up for all those times when I'm having the same conversation, but I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm working on a script or I'm working on, you know, audition lines or whatever. And, you know, and I, and I go in and do my very, very best job. And, you know, my agent calls me and goes, Oh, you were so close. You know, you're, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, uh, it, it, you know, they both, they both are part of the process. Um, but man, I really enjoy when I get the job and, and when I get to go to work lots. So it's so much fun. So, uh, of your career, what has been the, like the, the, the most standout thing you've done that you just like, when you, when you look back at the, your life and your past, you just like, wow, I got to do that. Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. It's a toss up, man, because I'd say, I mean, for sure, Ed, Ed, Nettie. Um, because it just, hit, I don't know, it just hits such a chord with, with kids, especially, um, that, you know, now that like when I go to conventions and, and, you know, somebody will come by and say hello, but they'll bring their kid. And so, you know, this person's now, you know, now a parent, but they're like, dude, oh my God, that had Nettie just like, I don't know what it was, but man, we, I love you guys. And. You know, you, you you guys helped me get through a really, you know, rough childhood or, you know, my parents, you know, weren't around. And, you know, I, I, I kind of relied on Ed, Ed and Eddie to just kind of give me something, you know, that there was something good and positive in the world. You know what I mean? Um, and and that, that to me is just such a gift because I, I feel like, wow, man, you know, I got to be part of a show that obviously, you know, because it had such critical acclaim or whatever and, you know, the millions of viewers that it, that it had, um, you know, obviously when it was in its heyday. Um, but the, the lasting legacy of, you know, like I say now, you know, now meeting the parents with, with the kids that are now getting into it as well. Um, you know, and, and then um, I'd have to say kind of a tie, I would have to say being um, Raphael in the Ninja Turtles. Because, again, that's another iconic character that, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're in Vancouver or, you know, Kuala Lumpur. Um, people know the Ninja Turtles. It's, you know, it's, it's funny when I'm walking around in my daily daily walks or whatever, you know, I'll sometimes 
here, like, well, right now, because of the new Ninja Turtles movie, right? You know, I'll hear people in conversation talking about the turtles, and I'm like, that was a turtle. That's so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, um, you know, every once in a while, I want to go up to somebody and go, yo, cowabunga, you know, and then they'll be like, get out of here, man. You're weird, you know? <laughs> but do you but have it's, like, yeah, I mean, it, it just feels... What's that? I was just going to say, do you have, like, a go-to... Uh, voice or a character your, that's your favorite that you're always kind of going back to? Oh, uh, what, you mean like in, in performance or, or like in yeah. daily life? <laughs> well, I mean, in daily, like life. In, in daily life when you're interacting with people. I'm kind of weird, I guess. I'm always flipping into different accents and voices, so maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I think because I do voices all the time for obviously, you know, for my job. I, I when I'm when I'm not acting, I like that's just me personally. I find that I don't go into it so much, um, except for again when I find myself in a room, you know, with there's like four or five of you know voice actors, especially before you know it, every single person is out voicing the other, and you know mm-hmm. nobody knows who's whose real voice is which. I mean, it's seriously, it's like, you, you know, some other people must like look from afar and go, really? <laughs> wow. So, uh, Those I've are the voices a, inside your head, huh? <laughs> I've actually, I've actually had a little, but, uh, you know, been, it's, uh, Oh, okay. Hey, sorry. Uh, so I've been, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, things on YouTube. And one of the things that they, they like to do is, uh, cartoon conspiracies. And one of the major cartoon conspiracies uh-huh. is actually regarding around Ed, Ed, and Eddie, saying that it is an allegory, or at least the uh, the uh, cul-de-sac in itself is actually a uh, representation of purgatory, and all the characters are actually dead. Do you know of, of this uh, of this little uh, th- uh, this little conspiracy? No, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, huh. it, it's like there's no. like there are people who write full web pages about like you know. Ed Double D died during the during the depression, and that's the reason why he likes to skimp in all of his stuff. And Single D de- Ed died during like the '60s. I mean, it's like they are like very very meticulous as to like when each character died. And you know, one of them died during like the the '40s. And he was actually like his, his yeah. parents. Yeah. Were, wow. Like, no, I never not not uh, no. Not at all. The only, um, you know, and it's not really a conspiracy. It was just, um, again, it was like, you know, when um, all of a sudden, because I, I, the, the reason I found out they were doing an, another Ninja Turtles movie a couple of years ago, um, you know, when, uh, whatchamacallit, Michael Bay, right? Um, you know, when he, when he got all that flack, I guess, for, I think, saying that, what, he wanted to, like, mix it up or something and turn them into, like, mutant alien turtles or something. And um, I guess because I I only knew because I started getting, like, you know, um, fan mail from people going, you know, like, what do you think, man? I mean, this is like, this is crazy. I can't believe this, you know, like, he's got to keep it classic, man. Like, what does Raphael from Turtles 3 think, you know? And I'm I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know? And uh, and then, you know, um, found out that that's what they were, he was thinking of doing. But, um, you know. Um, but it, it's kind of interesting, though, hey, how such a huge fan uproar, you know, I believe. They say that that's not what made them change their mind to, you know, to not go with the mutant aliens. But, yeah, no, come on. you got to figure it probably played into it a little bit, you know. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, conspiracies, hmm, hadn't, I haven't heard any. 
So you didn't get any insights as to, like, uh, the hidden meaning behind Ed, Ed, and Eddie? They're just like, here's your character, read it. The quest nope. for yep, job breakers. exactly. The quest for job breakers. Yes. Yep. And money. I, I we was have no idea what that inside sub- line here. We have to deep, I have to dig I know, I'm sorry, yes. dude. I'm, do you want me to just hang up? I'm totally disappointing you. I'm sorry. Oh. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's all right. I know. It's all right. I know. Either that or, or eight, you're just Eight too, seasons? Right? Yeah. No, yeah, we, that, I mean, yeah. honestly, God, and it's funny because Ed, Ed, and Eddie, that was the one show that also we didn't have a lot of room um, to, like, uh, like we were never allowed to ad-lib on that show at all. Like, we literally, huh. if Danny had three breaths between the lines, we did three breaths. If we did four, he was like, hey, you just did four breaths. What are you doing? You know, and we'd be like, okay, sorry, sorry, you know, because he, he, like, he had every single moment of that show crafted in his brain. It was, like, it was quite, it was quite brilliant to watch him and, you know, and his genius, you know, put that thing together. I mean, it was also the show where, you know, my vocal cords used to bleed because, you know, especially when Ed had to scream, right? And, you know, um, you know, even a scream, like Danny would hear it a certain way. And if, if I didn't scream or one of the other two Eds didn't scream the way they wanted, man, they just kept screaming until we got it right. You know, um, it's, uh, but it's the only show that I've ever done that has had the least amount of, um, of pickups. So, like, those are things, like, when they put it together, they realize that, you know, maybe a bunch of lines don't fit or, you know, maybe it's too long or it's too short. Um, but with, with Ed, Ed, and Eddie, honest to God, like, the only, I think we only ever had one pickup session, and that was because the broadcaster said, no, 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 we can't, you know, we can't say this word or, or this line or whatever. I can't even remember what it was, but, you know, because it was so unheard of, right? Um, you know, because every other show, we have pickups, like, pretty much, you know, every episode we're doing pickups for other episodes that they get that they have to fix, right? So, you know, I think I, I don't know. I, I think that's that's why it has such a long standing, you know, enduring quality to people too. You know, because, you know, and maybe that's why it lends itself to all these conspiracy theories too, because it was so brilliant when you think about it, right? <laughs> so, you know, that's my take. But you know, in, in eight seasons I still have no idea what was under double D's hat. Okay. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Hopefully he had yeah, we had to sign up. We had to sign like a, a a pledge. If we looked, we would be killed. So. <laughs> Very nice. And you know what? I'm pretty sure that pledge also had the. Uh, you you cannot disclose the non-disclosure. You cannot disclose the truth of the cul-de-sac. Oh. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Or, oh, yeah. Or who- no, you didn't want the wrath of Rolf. You know, it was just like, forget it, man. No. Or Plank. Sounds like a good yep. idea for a TV show, The Wrath of Rolf. Ooh, that does. <laughs> now, anyone else got any other questions? Uh, no, we, I'm, I'm good. I asked my uh, hard-hitting one. I, I finished did, off with that one. I, want, I just want to know, Matt, can you do Bill Cosby at all? Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to be like, general pudding today. But I just sound like some weird old guy. <laughs> I tried doing Bill Cosby once. Hold on, what is Awful sound on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Can you do it? Oh, no. Oh, uh, nope. wow. uh, now everybody's going to want to start trying to do Bill Cosby. No. I just remember the Jello pudding commercials when I was a kid. Yeah, he's like, Jello pudding. <laughs> 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 
pudding pop. Yeah, you made the horse. That's not a bad flick. Oh, uh, <laughs> you get the prize. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Well, for, I just want to apologize for our technical snafus this evening. We blame uh, Skype. It's their fault. That's yeah. okay, gentlemen. I, yeah, I was actually wondering if I got the wrong time. I was just sending you a, a message on Facebook going, what the... No, I was just yeah. saying I was on, but um, then then I heard then you were like, okay, are you ready to go? I'm like, woohoo! Yeah, I know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, but uh, guys, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, and uh, uh, you know, good yep. luck on the new show. Oh, we yeah. hope to see yeah. it and hear Can't more. Can't wait to actually hear what it is, because yeah. I'm excited. Well, I think well, I know what it is, is but as I, I can't as, say it. Here's my promise. I yeah? forgot, actually, oh, my God. One of... One of I can't believe I forgot. Yeah. I'm such a dorkish. Um, it's Kate and Minden. Yeah. And um, it's for her. And we're, apparently, we are, like, blowing up the ratings. Um, it aired uh, in the U.K. starting in, um, uh, when was it, in um, beginning of August. And we're, like, we're, we're breaking records all over the place. So um, it's uh, going to oh. get the nod, like, you know, pretty quick here. So... And, and there's like the most beautiful um, CG animated preschool shows that I've ever been part of in my life. Like it's, um, Scott and Julie Stewart are the uh, husband and wife creators of this show, and they are, are absolutely. But uh, um, you know, like I say, we put together uh, an amazing cast, and uh, you know, again, it's one of those shows that I'm like, oh my god, I'm so grateful to get to go to work, you know. So yeah, it's uh, nice. so check it out if you guys get a chance. And uh, and as soon as I'm allowed to talk about the other um, the 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 other one, um, I'm not allowed to talk about it right now. But uh, um, as soon as I am, I will uh, I'll drop you guys a line and, and let you know. So, so are you the gardener, the big bunny, or uh, Boomer, the mischief maker? No, no, I play uh, I play Tack. I'm the one with the googly goggles. I'm the uh, oh, okay. I'm the little the little guy, the little short little dude. <laughs> so, uh, so to finish this off, are you going to be uh, making your uh, making any appearances at any uh, conventions or any uh, charity runs that uh, you're going to be uh, um, doing anytime soon? Yes, yes, and yes. Actually, yeah, man. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm going to be in Waco, Texas, um, the weekend after this. Um, so what I get, I believe that's the 11th through the 13th. Or the 12th, 13th, 14th, whatever the Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is. Um, and I believe it's called Waco Con. Um, and then there's a couple others that are pending, but that's not till January. I think that's for me. That's the last. That that's the last one of this sort of set um, of them. But um, yeah, as soon as I'm like, so I'll give you an update and I'll let you know as things start to get come in and get booked. All right, and we'll work on Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because we would Sounds love to good, man. Yeah, no, seriously, uh, you know, up, my up. agent, Jerry, will, uh, definitely he'd work with you, yeah, for sure. So um, thank you very much, everybody. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, you very much, Matt. And it's always a pleasure to have you on. Nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having <laughs> me, you guys. Take care. Right? Have a good one. All right, later. Oh, uh, you know. Matt's a great guy. I love him. That was uh, that was uh, Raven, My my hat is off to you. That was a very quick um, MacGyverized <laughs> MacGyver quick uh, work. Just, just way to get that, that, oh. in, that interview going. Uh, to the listeners out there, if it sounded a little like off, like we might have been talking over each other, it was because Revan actually called Matt 
on his phone and then called into the show, and we were actually kind of called in through a call-in. So it was almost like the inception of a call-in. It was crazy. Right. And, and a, there, was, there was an obvious delay. It's officially the most expensive show in DCR history <laughs> with a $340 phone oh, bill for no. calling Canada. Oh, Luckily, gosh. it wasn't. It was a local number. Oh, nice. Oh, that's Amazing. good. Yeah, because otherwise we had, I would have had to do the... Because I don't have international calling. Gotcha. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So calling Canada is not... Well, he probably... Because he has an agent... Ah, he yeah. probably has a, U, uh, a U.S. number. Like or, a or, or at least he probably yeah. has something that like allows him to do yeah. international yeah. calls yeah. without having to make them cost an arm and a leg. I really shouldn't have gone to this website. I went to uh, Dude, I Want That, and uh, yeah, the title definitely lives up to its name. There's a rubber band Gatling gun. Wow. That somebody is get, so cool. Somebody get this for me because Oh, my awesome. gosh. So check it out. My, uh, my next-door neighbor just bought a gun on Amazon that's a salt gun to shoot. They have fly, that on, the sh- on to, this website. To shoot flies with. Yeah. And, and it shoots like a high-powered. It's like buckshot for flies. And what? he said the problem is, is it like destroys their wings, but it doesn't kill them. So they just kind of <gasps> fall out of the sky and then die on the ground at some point. But... It works well enough to eradicate you, you your, fly, your fly problem. You know what that gun would actually be really good for? Shooting somebody in the eye? No, ghosts. Oh. Supernatural. Or I was going to say exfoliating, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but no, seriously, they like make their own salt buckshot type things in the in the mo- in the show. Nice. So okay. someone's wow. invented it, and they don't have to make it anymore. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. No, so are we going to be taking a quick little break and uh, probably go talk about start talking about uh, D and D next, or do we want to? Just- yeah, we'll take a small break. Um, yes, I know we're playing another song. Uh, this will be a very, very brief one. It'll probably only be about uh, a minute long, a minute 30. Uh, we're going to play some Raining Tacos, and then we'll be back, and then we'll talk about 5th uh, edition D&D. We'll be back. It's Raining Tacos. Welcome back to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. That wow, was that quick. was really quick. Yay! All right, so, no geek news. No oh. amazingness because of all the technical I snafu have, geeks. I have a small little sad thing. I did post it on our Facebook page. Okay, hurry. Uh, Jurassic Park star 
Richard Attenborough? I have no clue who that is. Was that the old dude? Yeah. Uh, he could die. He could die. He could die. He was old. He, he, yeah, but he was cool. It, he was. Because of him, we cannot have a Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. He was ignorant, so he could die. Just kidding. That was horrible. And, 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 no, <laughs> no okay, just kidding. So, so also with sad news. Hello Kitty is not actually a cat. I yeah. saw that. It is a yeah, human a girl. girl. Yeah. In a costume? I, I, it, the, well, you know, the, uh, the little Japanese yeah. hoodies, right? Yeah. She was on the top. That's yeah. what she was wearing. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, she's a little girl. Good for Hello she Kitty. Is, she is not an actual kitty. No. Which now I have to explain that to my daughter. Uh, that's like world shattering. Yep. All right. So, things are crazy. We're still doing this. We've had some MacGyver. Action going on. We've had some trying to get questions fully answered because, right. let's just face it, it was crazy. But this is what we do for you. We, we deal with the craziness. Yep. Yeah. So um, D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, just released their next edition of the game. Yeah. So fifth Yay. edition is out. Uh, it's a game that we beta tested. It's a ga- uh, we also talked about it at FanX. Unfortunately, because of NDAs, we couldn't say a dang thing about it. But we did an awesome <laughs> yeah. panel on it anyways. Everyone was excited and laughed and cheered and had fun. So it's out. It's available. And it is, if you were playing D&D before, 4th Edition came out and you hated 4th Edition and left, it's probably time to come back. Yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely, they've changed it. So... The nice thing is, is it's probably going to be the last edition they do forever or quite a while. Uh, they've come up with a really great idea. They have a good, solid system. They know it. They realize they made a mistake with 4th edition. But they found a way to make D&D have DLCs. It, it, it's kind of how it is. So what they're going to do is they're, they're going to put out supplement books that you can add and the system is modular, so if you don't like that, take it out. Mm. But you like this and this new supplement, put it in. Mm. So it's going to make it so you can change it and evolve it to whatever you want at your game table, which, let's face it, that's, that's what really we all cool. want. Uh, it, it makes it perfect. So, um, And there's a lot of changes. So also what you'll want to pay attention to is we do have two great interviews with the uh, creators Oh yeah, uh, yeah. A fifth edition. We have Mike Merles and Jeremy Crawford. Uh, so those will be coming up. So pay attention to those uh, we'll, as we get them posted. Unfortunately, life has been crazy since we got back from Gen Con, so I haven't edited anything. I apologize. And I've had no internet. Life has been miserable. Um, so yeah, check those out. You'll get more. Plus, we 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 had a one-on-one with Bob Salvatore. Yeah, that we did. That was a great. Uh, that was a great interview. Yeah. That was a great. That, that was, that was, Wizards really definitely brought it when it came. Or like they, they're they're always they love us. they're always great when it comes to going to conventions and talking with them and having people. Like, you know, meeting the new our new uh, contact at 360. She was awesome. Mary, yeah, Mary, getting to me, getting to just see Shelley and uh, Shelley Manzanoble uh, and, and Larry. Laura, Tomer, Laura, yeah. the, the Laura Tomervik. They are always like they're like they're my favorite con people to go talk to because they're just they're always so just. They have this excitement about them that when you talk to them, you just want to be excited. You're like, okay, I'll be excited now. I, I have to say, okay, so day, day one, we get in there. We walk over to the wizard's booth because it's away from the exhibit hall. We walk there, and we, I, you know, I run into Shelly, and she's like, oh, yeah, 
we were talking about you guys at breakfast, and I'm like, I hope it was good. Because, <laughs> yeah, when does Wizards of the Coast talk about you over breakfast? And Oh, no, it was good. Um, yeah, and then, you know, our, our contact, because we're like, hey, we'd love to interview Bob and Ed since they're here. You know, yeah, we've had them on the show, and, and Bob will be returning to the show uh, for his new book tour, part of Wizards book tour, uh, in September? October? Probably October. October. And um, she's like, yeah, I'll find out. Well, And then, you know, she, she comes back and she tells me, she's like, yeah, so I, I, I talked to Bob and he said, no way. He's like, I don't want to talk to those guys. And she's like, okay, I won't ask again. He's like, no, I'm kidding. I love those guys. Anytime. <laughs> and she, yeah, she came back to me telling me this and I'm like, oh yeah, that's Bob. And she's like, I was afraid I asked for an interview with like some stalker, <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, uh, it was great all the, all the way around. So uh, let's jump back to this. Um, yeah, let's go back to so back to fifth edition, fourth edition. That was you had to have that. That was like you had to play that with your miniatures. It it, it really and, was a miniatures game. Reading, it was like reading abilities uh, abilities and what fighting did mm-hmm. and how to do it was very confusing. Very, It took you out of the game. It was very hard to role-play it as. Yeah, and, and there's a concept that someone I was reading online mentioned. The theater of the mind was removed from the game. Yes. I like that. You know, I, I mean, I, I hate that, but I like no, that. No, I like that terminology. Like that phrase, yeah. um, and so 4th edition lost that. It was really a miniature board game that people that played MMORPGs could get into. And for that type of people, 4th edition was great. Uh, you know, I don't want to minimize that, but for, th- for that particular reasoning, it was a great game system. But for one, anyone that wants to actual roleplay, it was crap. Yeah, so if you're playing an MMORPG and you love that, 4th edition could be for you. But mm-hmm. if you're on the role-playing server for your MMORPG, you may want to come check out 5th edition. Mm-hmm. Well, even if yeah. even if you are uh, if you are like you know, wanting to do the you know the gaming part, the the mechanic. Four fifth edition fighting is very solid, and the character creation is very solid. It's a whole lot more streamlined than it was on the fourth edition. I was able to roll up uh, last uh, Friday. I was able to roll up a monk character in less than like ten minutes. Nice, and That's this was amazing. yeah, and this, and and it went from that into you know from that to playing. And I didn't really role-play it all too much. I was just like, I just want to get into a fight and see how the fighting is. I was able to go from that to uh, to fighting in relatively, you know, very short time. And I was able to, you know, even as level one, I was able to, you know, hold my own against a lot of things. I ended up dying to a horde of kobolds. But it was still a good, enter- yeah. good entertaining experience. And it was a very uh, solid, smooth um uh, feel and the way they have it kind of set up is each character kind of gets their own like personal like flavor to it. So yeah. it's not like you know I'm playing a wizard and all I do is cast spells. You know I'm playing a wizard, but you know I might want to be you know this type of wizard and you know focus more on these things. Yeah, you know, I was playing a monk, and once when you get to a certain level, you can you know decide to be if you want to be a ninja monk where mm-hmm. you get to just be all sneaky and shadowy and, and whatnot. Or you can be like, uh, you know, a Legend of Cain monk where you're just all about finding the center and you can do the five-point mm-hmm. finger death strike that ends up <laughs> killing people. And that is an awesome ability. <laughs> okay. Whatever thing that involves uh, either instant death 
or rolling 10 D10. Mm. If they fail the check, or if they pass the check, they take 10 D10 damage. That is awesome. Well, here's the best thing about that. That particular ability, that you can do it at, so in the middle of combat, you can do it, and then walk away. And at any point, you can decide, I'm triggering that. (laughs) So literally, you could be in the middle of a battle, and you do this maneuver, and let's say that guy runs away, Mm -hmm. you know, to fight another day. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, okay, I got this. You know, yeah. and then, you know, later down, I, I in, it. later on in the story, the guy shows up and you're like, you're like, roll for, you know, DM says roll for initiative. Like, I triggered my ability. What? And then he rolls, fails his save and, and his chest dead. explodes. Or he yeah. passes the roll and then you just start rolling a handful of die. Yeah. It's so, great. This sounds amazing because it sounds like he could be like for the advantage, disadvantage yeah. mechanic. He could be like, hey. Mm-hmm. Bob the bad guy, let me buy you a beer real quick. Yeah. Come over to the bar. And then when he gets there, you just punch him in the chest, yeah. activate it. Blah, 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 like, blah. Oh, I was just joking with you, man. Don't die tonight. Now, now, and, then you, and then he does. I will say, That's, you have to be level 7. Like yeah. You have you to be level, level 17 before you get that cool ability. And then the ninja, the ninja one, you get a free attack if anybody next to you gets a strike in on the person. So Revan's playing a warrior. He gets a hit on the guy. Oh, hey, I get a hit too. Yeah. Any person within five feet of that person, he automatically gets an attack. So I've never had a character to level 17. So really? I well, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of cool things. There's a rogue. There's one type of rogue that at level 17 you get this ability. that You can literally steal spells that are being casted from a wizard at the exact moment they speak them, and then you can redirect them. That's wow. pretty cool. So, that is amazing. I guess let me make a comment then because I got here a little bit before the rest yeah. of the cast here, and I pulled the 5th edition handbook and started reading through it. Number one, totally warm and fuzzy. Like It, it just made me feel like I was kind of back at 3.5 yeah. again. Um, however, they've added just some nuances that it, like I feel like have just polished the edges. Oh, yeah. And just going through the old characters, but then seeing that they have um, kind of sub- subclasses oh, within yeah. that um, really does help you kind of define a little bit better who your character is and separate yourself. Even if you had a, a group of wizards or clerics is one I've always wanted to do, a group of clerics or paladins, mm-hmm. and, but there are six different subclasses you can play mm-hmm. with and everyone has a difference. That'd be I, cool. I think that's pretty cool. Well, and, you know, feats have gone away. You know, as you're leveling up, you can get feats. Well, at this point, as you level up, you get ability points. Yep. Well, if you choose to not take that ability point, you can take a feat. But it's not one feat. It's a feat package. And so you can get three or four feats that are combined together, uh, which is beautiful. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, you know, they really want to say, okay, if I'm giving up this ability point that you're getting a fair value. Sure. Because, you know, an, an ability point can really raise some things, you know. Yeah. It makes a difference between a 17 and an 18 and a dexterity score between a plus 2 and a plus 3. You know, and to, to get a feat package, it gives you three different you know, uh, things for, you know, say, you know, let's say uh, firing a bow. There, there's a feat for that. You get so that you can fire into to melee with no penalties. You can do point-blank shot and then something else. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's really cool. Hunters, hunters end up getting a, uh, an ability where they can basically, if they're within 10 feet... Of each other, if there's like a, a group of people yeah. and they're within range, he gets to hit, do a, a single shot to all of them. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it's pretty oh, sweet. Know. Like, and and that was one thing that I, that is really awesome to see with uh, with with edition is. I want to play all the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just reading their abilities yeah. and what they do and how their mechanics work. I want to try all of the characters because they all look like they bring something new, something fun, something entertaining to bring to the table. I, mean, I don't even care if I have to roll if, if I'm going to be role playing them. I want to try their mechanics as well, which is really good on uh, Wizards' part. I mean, this is you know we're just sh- uh, showering praises upon Wizards today. They've done a great job. But, yeah, they actually they. I, I, I've said this uh, on many occasions. I think I said this last week, but it shows that Wizards has learned from their mistake with Fourth Edition, and it shows that they took the suggestions and the comments that were made during their very long beta test and their play testing. They they took their what their uh, play testers had to say, and they actually took it to heart, and they tried to make it work, not just for them in the pocketbook and trust me it's working for them because it sold like hotcakes mm-hmm. but it's also working for the players as well yeah well yeah I, there's several other things you know like the advantage disadvantage component you mentioned that's mm-hmm. great i mean that can be used anytime it's you know it's uh, example you, you got a ranger he's firing bows you got a horde of goblins coming in he climbs up a tree and decides to fire him down there now he can every time he makes an attack roll because he, he, he has advantage, he can roll that second time. So if he gets a three, oh, wait a minute, I got advantage, rolls again. Hey, that's a 17 now. Uh, I think it's beautiful. And not only that, the goblins now have the disadvantage, so they have to re-roll and get the lowest number. Mm-hmm. So they could miss quite a bit. It, it brings a lot of, uh, I, I think, some fair play in, into that. Instead of, you know, goblins down, you know, he's, he's stabbing his polearm up at a 20-foot tree, which yeah. no possibility can he hit the ranger up there. And, you know, in the old games, yeah, he hit. No, I got a 20, hey! You know, no, now it's like, yeah, you got a 20, ooh, guess what, roll again. No, you literally got a 4, you didn't crit. You know, I, I like that. Um, well, you know, that, it, they're really focusing on, you know, the role-playing or the theater of the mind. You know, have fun with, with it. Uh, you know, make it your own yeah, game, which uh, is really another important. Another really fun thing that they've kind of added to it is they've actually kind of revamped or kind of figure uh, they they streamlined the way they do uh, uh, background. Oh yeah. So you have a list of backgrounds, and you could just go off of just the name itself and just be like, I want to do that, sure. and then that, it gets you. It gets you like you have. It gives you stuff. Yeah, it gives you stuff. background. Like, if you don't know like what sort of alignment you want to do, you can roll a random d uh, a random die, and it'll say, okay, you're an evil character. And you're like, okay, I'll be evil, and this is my tenant, and then, or this is my belief, or this is my flaw. It comes up with a fatal flaw of you. Yep. Uh, and, you know, and then on top of that, it also brings you, uh, you know, more gear. So if you decide to be the noble, you start off with a lot more money. You start with like 25 gold, and you also have a bunch of other cool things, like you have a really nice sword, and it also gives you different uh, proficiencies. So, you know, not only are you, you know, proficient in whatever your class skill is, you're also proficient in whatever your background skill okay. is. Well, well, I'm going to just grab here. So this is an occulty. Say you're an occulty here. And so you have three different things to roll for. Your personality trait, your ideal, your bond, oh, excuse me, four, and a flaw. So just pick one out of eight. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, you've enjoyed fine food, drink, and high society among my temple's elite. Rough living grates on you. Okay. Okay. Ideal. <laughs> Sla- one out of six. Four. Four. Uh, power. 
One day, you hope to rise to the top of your faith religious hierarchy. Uh, one out of six. Uh, two. Two. I will someday get revenge on the corrupt temple hierarchy who branded me a heretic. Wow. Uh, number, uh, and then one out of six again. One. I judge others harshly and myself even more severely. So right there, you have a character yeah, built. That's so cool. you, you hope to rise to the top of your faith hierarchy, but you know maybe your your faith, you know, they're corrupt, and so they branded you a heretic. So now you're going to come in, clean house, and yeah, you're going to basically overthrow them and yeah. delete it from. Yeah, I mean that just from that, it's like you know. But at the same time, you know, you're used, you're you're from a powerful, rich family, maybe or something like that. So yeah. that's pretty cool there. That's, that, that's a lot of just background hooks, not only for you to really work off of, but for but the it, DM. It gives the DM a lot of fuel yeah. to add but backstory in. Yeah, read more into that and see what else it also gets you as being a heretic, because there's other there's other extra little bonuses that it gives you. Um, it's not given any on here. Yeah, let me take a look. I'm sure it's it, I'm sure it's further back. Uh, we'll hand it over to Flagoon. There it is. Yeah, no. I'm pretty excited it's, it's about real, it. It's a really good yeah. system. It's really nice. I mean, just that alone, because backgrounds are, are tough. You know, it's like, oh, how do I want to play this? And, you know, some people, yeah, it's really easy. But and, and especially if, if, you're, if, you're just re- if you're just rolling into a character. Yeah. Well, you don't know what you want to what you want to do. So let me find. There, there's some big differences too in character creation. I was just looking through the races and the bonuses that you get, uh, and it it struck out me. Obviously, that this is not 3.5, even though it's going to feel a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in getting back to the mechanics, but uh, for humans, for example, you get plus one to every attribute as a human. That's your racial bonus. So instead of plus two to one stat or something like that, humans get plus one to every, every attribute. Yeah. Half, half elves get plus two to charisma and then plus one to two others. So they've changed that up a little bit, but I think they've, what they've done is they've made every race more viable. Yeah. And, and they've brought in other races. So they brought yeah. in Dragonborn, Dragonborn and Typhlings from four yeah. that, that were very successful and I think are really cool races. And for you, Revan, they left out Kender, I love which is fact. fantastic. Yeah, because so. I, I literally, on air, I said, if I find Kender in there, I'm kicking Mike in the middle yeah. of my interview. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have to do that. They're not so, there. But what I would say that I thought was really cool is that when you look at the races and, and some of the other stuff, they put in quotes from all sorts of D&D stuff. Yeah. So for the, I think for the elves, there's something from... There's actually something from Dragonlance. There's yeah. a quote from Dragonlance in there, and then there's a quote about Dritz in there talking about drought. And it's just really cool how they said, we've got all these awesome campaign settings. Mm-hmm. Let's just pull in bits and pieces of that for a little more flavor. Well, I the thing really that cool. I really loved is when you open it up to elves, what's the first thing you th- see? You see, you see so Dritz. You see Dritz there, yeah. You know, you don't see some other elf that we have no clue as you see Dritz. Yeah. You know, they do list all you know, they do list other things, but I really like the fact that they put Drow in the main player's book because it's normally been the Drow have been a monster and then you had to wait till a supplemental book to actually get yeah. stats to play a Drow. Right. So uh, going on to the, back into the uh, background, so if you chose Acolyte, you also get skill proficiencies in insight, oh. religion. You also get two more uh, language to choose from that you can that Which you can is learn. cool. And yeah. it also comes up with uh, comes out with uh, um, equipment that you can start off with. So you, instead of like, okay, I'm a monk and I gotta go buy stuff and I don't have no idea what what it is. This says, all right, so you're an acolyte. You start off with a or you were an acolyte. You start off with a holy symbol, which mm-hmm. was a gift to you when you uh, entered the priesthood. A prayer book or a prayer wheel. Five sticks of incense. 
vestments, a set of common clothes, a belt pouch containing 15 gold. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. The other thing I do like, you know, like you were saying, because they're, they're kind of pulling a little bit of everything. If you look in the very back of the book, um, there is a little thing that shows you the names of the gods of the various worlds. Nice. So, like, Greyhawk, Eberron. It shows you detailed of the information about the planes and how they interact. And it, um, it seems like I read... Norse deities, yes, Egyptian, yeah. mm-hmm. Celtic, Greek deities. Uh, they also have, you know, so they also have the Dragonlance deities in here. That's way Greyhawk cool. Greyhawk and Forgotten Realms, which this is written for Forgotten Realms, yeah. but you know they've really realized that this is for whatever game you want to run. If you want, you know, especially, and they really encourage you to play on your own. Another thing that they introduced is the multiverse. You know, we've seen that in DC and Marvel, yep. but because of all these different games and all these different worlds out there, and every one person's table is different, you know, if we sit down and play Forgotten Realms, it's going to be completely different by the time we're done than what they have officially. So that's where they've created the multiverse, so everything can exist and, and work, which I think is brilliant. So long story short, Internet, go get 5th edition. If you stop playing uh, role-playing games because, you know, 3rd edition took too much time to figure out your feats and whatnot, and 4th edition was just way too confusing because every other word basically took you out of the idea of playing a role-playing game. And metagamed. And metagamed, yeah, it was made for metagame. And 2nd edition required a degree in mathematics. (laughs) Yeah, 2nd edition involved a degree in uh, in, uh, quantum physics. 5th edition is your role-playing game. It yes. is so perfectly balanced. Or I want to say it, it's perfectly imbalanced. There are definitely characters in there that kind of have a little bit more on the uh, on the plus side, but it is like all the characters, all the classes look like they are really fun to play. Uh, everything kind of comes with its own different little mechanics or different little toys that you get to play with and try out, and it just it looks great. Uh, the I, I was just reading uh, Chapter 11, which is all about spells. There's actually just a list of all the spells that bards get. There's a list of all the spells that that uh, you know wizards can can use, clerics can use, you know all your uh, necromancer uh, spells, all your warlock spells, you know spells for your hunters. And it it tells you basically, you know, here's your book, here's your here's here's here are your your tools of fun. Go play. Here's what you need. Go for it. Yeah. Plus, the cover is pretty awesome. It looks like a huge frost giant doing battle. All, all I can say is you never, ever want to see a, a Tereskew in this game. A okay. Tarask or Tereskew, whatever you call it. Yep, Tarask, yeah. So basically, they have revamped it that if you throw a magic spell at it, it either dissipates or you roll a d6. And if it's a one through five, the spell dissipates. It has such a high di- magic resistance, it doesn't happen. If it's a six, the spell rebounds off of it and hits you automatically. Oh, my God. No, sa- no save throw. Well, don't cast spells at it. Let alone, the creature is a, e- evil enough as city. it is, but now, now they've given it you know, a huge damage reduction. This magic resistance, it's crazy. <clears throat> the other creatures are just as cool. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, so I'm very excited. It is fun. Let's, let's get going on that. We'll I died. I died in my third. Yeah. I, yeah, I died in my third fight, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah I'm so excited. the player, the player's handbook is already out. The monster manual comes out next month, September, uh, and then the DMG guide will come out. I think either in October or November. Uh, and uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen is out too. Yeah, the, the first the, adventure. The, mo- the first module. 
and, and those are going to be coming out uh, to you. So Dungeon Master Guide, November 18th, and Monster Manual, September 30th. Yay! Yay! So with that said, uh, we got a minute 40 left. We will not have a show next Thursday because we will be doing a live show from Comic-Con Friday night. So Woo! tune in then. It will be lots of fun. And then Zakora will be having a birthday. Happy birthday, Zakora! Yay! So, You're going to be what, 14? <laughs> we can go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she, she had kids young. All right, anyways. Uh, we this is Utah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you next week if you're uh, in the area. Go to Salt Lake Comic Con. And I forgot, we were supposed to give away tickets tonight because of all the craziness. Oh. However, yeah. um, we will be making a post on Facebook immediately after this show so that we can give those away. Uh, apologize to Comic-Con about that as well as everyone else because, yeah, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, until then, well, good night, Salt Lake. Good night, world, and uh, get more from the games. All that hate's going to burn you up, kid. It keeps me warm. Mm, <laughs> I want warm. Red Dawn. We'll be back. Over.